Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show, Friday edition of the program. I hope all of you are ready for some football this weekend. Right off the top, I want to give props to the Southeastern Conference who is about to play right now, knock on wood, or for Micah or whatever the heck this is. The Southeastern Conference is about to play a third straight Saturday a full slate of games even with a hurricane bearing in on them. This is what the Corona Bros said was impossible. The SEC is about to play its 21st straight game seven two weeks ago seven yes uh, last week seven this week without a single postponement. By the end of Saturday 30% of the SEC regular season will have been played and we will not have had to reschedule or postpone a single game. That doesn't mean everything is going to go perfect. Things could still go awry. College kids can make college kid decisions. But the SEC built in a couple of different bye weeks and it seems, seems like there is decent flexibility right now if they can get all these games in this week and then hopefully next week they will have a very good shot of finishing a 10-game season, something that the Corona Bros told you was flat-out impossible. I hope all of you have had a fantastic week. I want to thank the guys at Dixie Vodka for being a fantastic uh, sponsor for this show and for OutKick. Raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. They refused to change the name of their product when all of the cancel bros came after them to say, oh my God, you've got the word Dixie in your vodka brand. Change the name, change the name. They said no. And I want you to raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. I'll be raising a bunch of glasses for Dixie Vodka this weekend as I kick it back and watch college football and the NFL all weekend long. Also want to encourage you, right off the top here, go to fanduel.com slash clay if you are watching this right now in the state of Tennessee because sports gambling in your state is going to officially be legal very, very, very soon. And if you sign up right now in Tennessee you will be able to bet the minute that everything goes live I'm told it's going to happen very soon go ahead and sign up online wagering right from your phone fanduel.com slash clay you'll be guaranteed to get the best offers all over. I will tweet it out again here shortly. Fanduel.com slash Clay. Go sign up. And go sign up for the Outkick VIP. You're going to be glad that you did it and you will be well on your way to saving a bundle. And there is much to discuss there uh, in terms of being the point of the spear for the Outkick Army. Go to Outkick. Sign up for the VIP. You get an autographed copy of my book whenever we can get a ball back in stock. You get the ability to sign uh, post on all of our comments uh, post comments on all of our articles get an OutKick VIP message board Uh, you get the ability to call our radio show and be able to directly interact with me when we open up the phone lines with the OutKick VIP phone line 
and you get access to all of our OutKick events which are going to be starting in soon uh, starting soon and Jason Whitlock and myself and all the other writers will be there to interact with you. All of that right off the top. Bunch of different things to get into. How about the collapse of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had absolutely no no, no, no reason to lose that game last night. They fell apart late and I never thought I would see Tom Brady on the field not even aware of what down it was. This is a guy who's led 59 game-winning drives in his career the most since the AFL-NFL merger and last night he forgot about what the down was. He didn't lead his team to the best manner. They couldn't block for him. They made a lot of bad decisions when it came to penalties. 11 penalties for over 100 yards. What I believe we're starting to see is that Tom Brady was great when Bill Belichick took care of all the details surrounding him. Belichick put Brady in position where all he had to do was play quarterback and his team was capable of winning. Now you're seeing Bruce Arians and the organization that surrounds Brady is a lot more flawed. And all of those tiny mistakes that used to not exist in Tom Brady's world that used to allow him to win close ball games because Bill Belichick runs a perfectly tight NFL ship are starting to turn against Brady a bit. Now I still think when the Bucs have their full complement of receivers when Godwin comes back healthy if Mike Evans ever gets healthy this year uh, whenever we get Leonard Fournette back able to play at a healthy level all of those things and when the offensive line actually learns how to block because they gave up a lot of hits on Brady last night all of those things factor in in a big way in terms of Tom Brady's overall success. That was a game they shouldn't have lost. They outgained the Bears by nearly 100 yards. They were in infinitely better shape multiple times. They were up 13 to nothing in this game. I don't know how often Tom Brady teams have given up 13-point leads but it doesn't happen very often and they allowed a last-second field goal and they still got a minute 17 back because Matt Nagy made the awful decision to throw on second down and he almost gave the ball back to Brady with a chance to win. It was just a disaster all the way around. Uh, so I think there are ominous signs in that loss for Tom Brady and the Bucks, not necessarily because they lost but because of the way they lost. It brought back a lot of the echoes from, season, uh, from week one in that loss against the Saints. All right. The Titans are now scheduled. For the Titans had zero positive tests this morning and they are now scheduled to play on Tuesday evening against the Buffalo Bills. We got Tuesday night football if the Titans can continue to post negative test results going forward they may be able to open their facility and go back to practice sooner rather than later. Here's the challenge that's coming for the NFL. There's reportedly a positive test coming out of the Jets. What the NFL needs to do is go ahead and add a couple of weeks to the end of the season. Here would be my suggestion. They can put a bye week somewhere into the late season bump back a couple of the late games add an additional week if teams need to have rescheduled games and in the process they can eliminate the week run-up to between the AFC-NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. Since this year it's highly unlikely that there's going to be a lot of public events surrounding the Super Bowl it's not like the media is going to be able to uh, to interview players up close and personal. It's not like there's going to be a ton of supercharged events I wouldn't imagine in the Tampa area. Why not roll right into the Super Bowl? 
That way you don't even have to change the date of the Super Bowl more than uh, a week potentially. Just go ahead and add a bye week or two to the end of the season and that way you don't have to worry going forward about all these positive tests that are impacting when you are playing games and how you are playing. And by the way, let's think about the Bills for a second here. My understanding is if the Titans test positive that they might still play on Thursday which seems crazy this whole process is wild. Teams don't even know when they're playing and they may not even know who they're playing. You need to build in more flexibility if positive tests are going to be as impactful as they appear to be right now. By the way positive tests shouldn't be a big deal. The media covers these positive tests in a voluminous fashion but what's also significant is none of these players are having significant issues. I haven't heard of a player that even needed to be treated seriously for medical issues at all. That's because young people don't have substantial issues with COVID. Never before in my life and probably in any of your lives have we had a virus that you only know you have if you get tested for it. Think about that for a minute. The players in the NFL aren't getting tested by and large because they feel sick from COVID. They're getting tested every day and almost all of them testing positive are asymptomatic. That means that otherwise they are not going to know they have it. So why can't you just pull those players out and continue on like normal if somebody else tests positive you pull them out too. Remember, prior to this year players played with the flu all the time. The Jordan flu game whether he had the flu or not is wildly popular. It helped to burnish Michael Jordan's legend. The flu, the seasonal flu is more likely to kill your average pro athlete and by the way it ain't likely at all but it's more dangerous to your average college athlete and your average pro athlete than COVID is. If we weren't ever changing anything for the flu why in the world are we overreacting to positive tests? College football is getting this right. College football teams some of them are playing with 20 plus positives. Virginia Tech is undefeated this season and they have had over 20 players at times unable to play because of positive tests or contact tracing. If college can do it why in the world can't the NFL figure out a way to do it? I don't believe that the Titans are unlikely I believe the Titans are likely to have more positive tests. And I think every NFL team at some point in time this season is likely to have someone test positive. Why not go ahead and build in a couple of weeks at the end of the year to allow flexibility unlike Major League Baseball which on the fly could adjust and make a decision to play double headers that only lasted seven innings and to eliminate extra inning games by and large by having runners start on second base It's not like you can play two football games back to back or make up and play two games in the same week very easily. The solution here is just adding a couple of weeks to the end of the season. It protects every team in the event that the bye week isn't able to be used to make up for a missed game. I don't think the Titans are going to be a statistical anomaly here. I think there are going to be a lot of teams like the Titans over the course of the season that have issues with positive tests 
it's not a massive deal we need to address it right now speaking of the NFL NFL officials can now flag coaches 15 yards for improper mask wearing this is a judgment call disaster can you imagine if your team loses because a coach is trying to talk to an official to call a timeout or dispute the time on the clock and his mask falls down and the official throws a 15-yard flag to take the coach out of field goal range or to kill the chances for a late drive? We already have too many judgment calls that decide games in the NFL. Pass interference feels like every game all of us end up arguing about whether it was appropriately called or not. Roughing the passer. Last night the Bucks got screwed on a roughing the passer call. This is a recipe for disaster for the NFL to now require and or permit and or permit and allow NFL referees to throw flags for improper mask wearing. It makes no sense, okay? We are testing players every single day. We are testing coaches every single day. The players and the coaches are around each other all the time. If an outbreak happens, it's not going to be stopped because a coach wears a mask for three hours on the sideline during the course of an NFL game. This is cosmetic theater. It is illogical. It makes no sense. Allowing officials to throw flags actually creates more problems than it could remotely solve. This is a bad decision by the NFL. This is a Corona Bro-like move. My NFL six-pack for everybody out there. We have been on a roll with the NFL six-pack, the OutKick six-pack. The Raiders, plus 13. I gave this out early this morning. These were the numbers that I gave out this morning. Final segment of my Fox Sports radio show. Washington football team, plus seven and a half. Indy, minus one and a half. By the way, I should mention who's playing who. The Raiders, plus 13 against the Chiefs. The Washington football team, plus seven and a half against the Rams. Indy, minus one and a half against the Browns. The Vikings, plus seven on the road against the Seahawks. The Bengals, plus 13 going up against the Baltimore Ravens. And the Eagles, plus seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really fast for you. Raiders plus 13, Washington plus 7.5, Indy minus 1.5, Vikings plus 7, the Bengals plus 13, the Eagles plus 7. That's my outkick six-pack of picks. Tap the veins. I'll go ahead and reiterate this. I love the University of Tennessee tomorrow on the road in Athens against Georgia. I gave it out to you on Monday at plus 14. The number now is down to around plus 12, plus 11 and a half. I still like the Vols to cover a double-digit number. Uh, I got to tell you, the NBA media is spinning overtime to try to justify the worst finals ratings in 40 years in most of our lives since the NBA finals were on television live. There has never been a worse rating for the NBA finals. Adam Silver is said to be very surprised by how bad the ratings are because the Lakers are the team and LeBron is the player that if they could pick anyone to be in the NBA Finals that's who they would pick. It's not just that the NBA ratings are tanking it's that the NBA ratings are tanking despite having 
a big market LA Laker team which is arguably the most famous in the entirety of the NBA and LeBron James who is certainly the most famous in the entirety of the NBA. This is an unmitigated disaster for the NBA. So much so that Adam Silver has already said we're doing away with the social justice warrior messages on the jersey. We're taking Black Lives Matter off the basketball court and maybe the players are even going to stand for the national anthem now. This, I believe, is evidence that basically the NBA has been running a propaganda sports campaign this season. And that's further emphasized by the fact that no one in the NBA who claims to care so much about human rights and justice and social justice and everything else other than, uh, uh, hey, uh, what's his name? Roy, uh, the, the, the player for the Utah Jazz who was actually willing to speak out and say that there was a, uh, that there was a major issue in the concentration camps in China. Rudy Gobert, my apologies for forgetting his name for a minute, Rudy Gobert is the only player that's actually been able to speak out against China and on top of that today China announced that they're going to put the NBA back on television one year after the Daryl Morey tweet sent them into an uproar. Nobody is willing to speak out. Not an owner, not a league executive, not a player other than Rudy Gobert, not a commissioner. All of them are frauds. Hypocritical frauds in the NBA and their ratings are collapsing unlike anything we've ever seen because of it. And here's an important fact. The NBA isn't even competing with football. All of the spinmeisters out there, they're out there working as hard as they can to spin the truth. They're like, well, it's October and the NBA is competing with the NFL in college football. No, they're not. They started their season on a Tuesday in the NBA Finals. Almost no competition. They played on a Friday. Almost no sports competition. They played on a Sunday head-to-head with a bad NFL game. Got trounced. Then they played on Tuesday. Now they're playing again on Friday. They've played, they're about to, five games. Four of them had no sports competition. They haven't competed at all with college football. The reality is the NBA viewer across the board has decided to watch something else because they've recognized that the NBA is filled with fraudulent, woke idiots who are not in any way being consistent with their values. They're hypocrites. When Chairman Z told them to shut up and dribble and support Chinese propaganda, they did it because it hurt their paychecks. But they will rip America to the high heavens without even thinking about it. It's unbelievable the level of hypocrisy and it's insane that OutKick is pretty much the only sports media outlet in the country willing to point out this hypocrisy. So many sports media members now carry water for the rich and the powerful rather than point out their frauds and their hypocrisies. This needs to change but in the meantime I'm proud to be leading the charge with OutKick and everybody that we are hiring and I encourage you to go support us and support the First Amendment and support a battle against athlete, coach, and owner hypocrisy by signing up for the OutKick VIP. Uh, Okay, all of this headed that way. I appreciate all of you. Again, I'm going to raise a glass right here encourage you to go buy the official vodka of OutKick Dixie Vodka right out of Charleston, South Carolina. It should be available everywhere. They have got a bunch of different flavors if traditional vodka is not your thing. 
I'm going to be drinking it this weekend. I encourage you to as well. They will battle woke culture. It's time to start supporting companies that are willing to stand up for the far left-wing idiots out there trying to tear us apart. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Go remember to respect the picks and get in your bets at fanduel.com slash clay on the NBA uh, sorry the NFL Outkick 6-pack. Also tap the veins boys and girls. Get hooked up now. University of Tennessee covering against Georgia. It is my blood bank guarantee. I appreciate all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Have great weekends. I may do a college football preview show and break down all the games tomorrow morning depending on how busy I get with the kids. I thank all of you and I want the haters to look closely at me. Look deep into my eyes. Look deep into my voice. Listen carefully. That kiss, it's for you. I couldn't be as rich as I am without you. Wink too. Thanks for making me dominant and thanks for helping OutKick to continue to grow and have our best September ever. This has been OutKick the Show. I'm Clay Travis. Enjoy the games this weekend. I'll be live on FS1 for Fox Bet Live and lock it in here shortly. I see you guys. I appreciate you. Let's go make some money this weekend gambling on football. See y'all.